John Simpson, MXGP of Lombardia. Results obviously weren't what you wanted, but I feel like, again, there were positives and you're kind of building in the right direction since your injury. Um, I'd like to know what those positives were, to be honest. Nah, um, in all seriousness, I think there were some positives, um, mainly yesterday. Um, just felt like we were starting to get the, the train rolling um, last week and, and, and well, Matt Early and last week, and then this weekend... Had all the recipe for for a good weekend, you know, a little bit of sand, some heat. You know, I've been putting in quite a bit of time on on the test track and really, um, you know, winding it up a bit. But it just didn't work out this weekend. Um, yesterday was okay. Um, lap times and stuff were better than they have been. Um, that's what I said I needed to work on, and, and we did. So that was good. And then uh, the the quality race didn't go perfectly to plan, but okay, we weren't getting too excited about quality races. We knew the two motos on Sunday were where it counted, and yeah, just didn't get off to a great start. And the first moto um, was around mid pack, and then I went down on my own, and then I had another crash on my own and, and landed on my uh, good set of ribs, and uh, actually tweaked them a little bit. So came in uh, be- between the races and uh, haven't had a DNF, and <clears throat> just uh, had them checked over, and there seems to be like a little bit of muscle damage, but nothing that could stop me from from getting a good result on the second one. And then the second race, uh, just yeah, struggled, really struggled with the track, didn't have any good lines, didn't really feel the bike balance was working, and, and from there, yeah, the, the, the DNF 19 scorecard, you know, speaks for itself, really. Um, back to the drawing board. I guess, in a way, you just kind of need to throw your hands up and let this one go, though, because, like, the crash with the cell, it's a racing incident, what are you going to do? Like, there were things that, maybe not out of your control, but... There were things that were easily avoidable that just happened, and shit happens sometimes. Unfortunately, yeah, and it's you know it's a mechanical sport. It's it's a, you know quite a close contact racing at times. You know the track here this weekend was quite tight. Um, you know a lot of 180 switchbacks, a lot of places for for people to throw a front wheel in, and and you know that's part of the game. And you know I'm I'm going to do the same to anyone else if I can. And and yeah, as you say, I did come out on the short end of the stick a couple of times this weekend, but you know no harm done and you know like Clement rode great in the first race and then he had a total disaster in the second one so he's had a, a nightmare today as well and then you know I've just been speaking to Max Anstey and, and you know he's managed to turn turn his sort of season around or you know in a couple of weeks he's managed to go from you know struggling himself to, to really getting on the podium so it's just one of those where this alarm is going to really make it sound nice but um, yeah I think I need to just as I say, get back to the drawing board and, and uh, make a few changes, nothing drastic, and uh, you know come in with some some new uh, some new motivation. And you know motivation is not the problem though, because I've really been given everything that's coming back from 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 my injury. So, does you mentioned bike setup there? Does that come into the fact that obviously before your injury it was set up for you at your best? Then you got injured. Well, I don't even know when you were last healthy. I guess in the day in Trentino. Since then, you've kind of jumped on this light. I guess you had a setup already set for sand. You jumped on that, and it was made for a full speed, Sean Simpson. Obviously, you're not at that because you're still nursing sore ribs and everything. So is that kind of the problem? You're kind of chasing yourself in that respect because you've got this setup that you know's worked. It worked in the off-season, but it's not working for you now, so you're not sure you don't want to leave that setup because it worked once, and is it just all a bit of a mess in that respect? To, to be honest, the setup is, is our base 
baseline setup and it's it is working you know anytime we do actually change i'm coming back to that and you know that that's a good point that we do have that baseline but anything i have been changing at the moment has not been going in the direction i want i'm looking for a lot of comfort but i know my front end is really soft i know my rear end's really soft and you know the balance seemed to be key this weekend um you know last weekend i managed to get around france quite well had a lot of you know traction a lot of front end grip and this weekend I was hoping for much the same. You know, riding during the week, it's been going quite well, but at the weekends I've been struggling. So about setup, you know, I don't want to go into too much detail and sort of fry my head with it, but we need to go back, see what's, you know, what's what, where we can improve. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm in a good position. Jeremy's obviously riding well. He's running things a little bit different. You know, maybe I need to go in his direction a little bit and maybe I need to get over this whole fear of losing the comfort on the front end because that's what I've been about for the last, you know, million years is just, you know, having a lot of comfort in my, my front fork. But, you know, I'm, 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 I have that, but it's, it's diving and it's doing all sorts of things that I'm not really too comfortable with. I guess if you want to strip these struggles to its most basic form, a start could fix everything. We even saw it with Max this weekend, started up front, suddenly old feelings come flying back you know what to do you obviously run up front millions of times you know what to do in that position one good start could turn everything around and I guess from one respect that's the most frustrating thing because it's so simple yeah that's true I mean on any given day if you're feeling it and you know your your setup's right and mentally you're strong you know a whole shot or a good start top three could really you know get you back in the mood and, and really give you the boost you need you know, I look at the MX2 class and Thomas Covington struggling a little bit and then boom, he's right back in there with some real solid results and, and looking like at times the guy to beat. And, you know, I take my hat off to him. He's, he's obviously been doing his homework and, and getting the job done on the weekend. And, you know, I don't know where it is we need to work on at the moment, but, you know, I've got a good group of guys around me and, and uh, you know, watching that race, I don't think I would have been too motivated watching that second moto today, you know, from my team's side, and I, I know, you know, we're a bit down about it, but, you know, I know on, on Tuesday morning when we get back to the workshop, uh, everyone will be, you know, throwing ideas around the table, and we'll try to be picking ourselves up, and, you know, we've still got nine to go, and I'm, I'm really uh, I'm really confident I can, can get back to where I need to be. We're throwing these questions at you about what might be wrong, what could be fixed, and it kind of just seems like you're maybe lost. Is that simply how you feel? Ask me that question one week ago, I'd say absolutely not. Um, you know, I'd say well, I was really, really on a good track, a good path. Um, the base setup that we just talked about was, was on point. You know, all these question marks are getting thrown up again after one week. And, you know, it's, uh, you know, we don't need to reinvent the wheel. That's, that's you know, that's clear. But, I mean, otherwise it's... Uh, the smallest of tweaks can give you the, the, the feeling, the boost, the confidence that you need to just go two seconds a lap quicker. And, and that's, what, that's what I'm looking for. Maybe this is a question you don't even want to hear at this time, but we've got to ask. Silly season's kind of in full form, maybe earlier than ever. Is there anything that you can tell us from your side, anything that's going on, or is it just a waiting game at the moment? Um, the facts are I'm, I'm up at end of contract um, this year with Yamaha and with Wilvo. Um, there has been some... Uh, interest at, at uh, Yamaha, but but nothing to be confirmed at the moment. Um, you know, I think it's, it's it's a difficult situation to be in. Um, the results haven't been there, and uh, you know, I think it's going to be tough to to get a, get a spot back on on that team. And you know, they're looking to to really push into the top ten and the top five. And I believe I can do it, but you know, it's you know, 
are they willing to, to you know, renew my contract and take a risk? Um, you know, that's the facts there. So at the moment, you know, I've basically been given free reign to explore any other options what's out there. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm interested to see who, who's, you know, willing to work with me and willing to, you know, that still believes in me. And, and I think that that's the most important thing at the moment. Um, I still feel like I've got a lot to give. Um, you know, not just with racing on and off track. I think it's, uh, you know, really in, in the right frame of mind, the right bike setup. It's, uh, you know, the, the older you get, the more you sort of think back to the results you had before, how you felt. And, you know, you've just said it yourself, you know, I'm a guy who has led laps, one motos, one GPs, and I know when it feels right. And it's, it's just getting those other people to believe that, um, you know, what the rider wants on track will finally get you the result. Uh, it's just a difficult situation, but that's more or less all I can say at the moment. But, um, yeah, we'll just have to wait and see what the next couple of weeks bring. And uh, finally, seeing as we've got some time to kill and you're maybe the most well-rounded person in the paddock as far as having opinions on everything, uh, it was announced yesterday that we're going to Hong Kong next year. Uh, what do you kind of think of that, adding another flyaway? I think there's going to be six in total. What do you kind of think of that situation? I'll be totally honest. I mean, if it's well prepared and it's it's well, uh, you know, well sussed out, then, you know, I think it could be a good thing. It's nice to go somewhere new. I, I genuinely believe that this year wasn't that tough flyaway-wise. You know, we've done Argentina, Russia was classed as a, a flyaway, and we got two in Indonesia. That's not all that hard work. In fact, I feel like the teams had a bit of respite this year from from even last year or the year before, where we had Thailand and we had all sorts on the on the calendar, and there was there was weeks in between, which made it you know logistically a lot harder. Um, Qatar even in the beginning. So, you know, I kind of feel like Ustream MXGP has really been gearing up for for a season of full flyaways and. You know, if we don't explore these options, then I don't know if we can really know how it's going to be there. And uh, we've had a few disasters in the past with new venues and, and uh, you know, going to new uh, countries. But I think they've kind of got it dialed in now. They kind of know what they need. And if it's anything like Argentina or or some of the other flyaways races that we go to, then it could be great. But, um, you know, we'll just have to wait and see. And, and this is something that, you know, I want to be part of and I'm hope I'm, I'm, hope I'm there and, and giving it my all in Hong Kong. You never know. I guess that's where maybe the negative opinions come from. You kind of summed it up there. It's just scary in a way because you don't know what you're going to get. It could be the most amazing race ever and we've kind of been trending that way with flyaways or it could not be. And the fact that it is a big expense and everything to do all that into a risk does scare some people. But you've got to take those sometimes. Yeah, definitely. Taking taking risks is the name of the game, and uh, you know, on and off track, really it seems. But you know, it, it's it's a fickle paddock, and you know, like it, everyone jumps on the bandwagon of oh, it's going to be crap, and it's going to be this, and it's going to be a disaster, and and already I'm hearing that Indonesia is going to be a washout again. And you know, at the end of the day, you've just got to turn up, suss it out for yourself, and just give your own honest opinion about it. Don't you know? Everyone's focuses on the negative parts of the game so often and you know to be honest there's a lot of good points that no one talks about and it's a shame really